COVID-19 has disrupted nearly every aspect of the economy, including real estate markets. However, it still could be the right time for young physicians to purchase a home. Most physician loans allow you to have a higher than normal debt to income ratio, which means that you can typically carry more debt, including student loan debt, which we know a lot of our residents are, are working through right now. You may have a better chance being approved than you would in a traditional mortgage. So we're taking all of that into consideration, having confidence and faith that uh, the income trajectory will occur and the credit quality there. That's Eileen Dirks, head of mortgage with Laurel Road. On this episode of Making the Rounds, a podcast from the American Medical Association, she's talking with Dr. Buki Ajibe Akingbola, first year resident in OBGYN at the University of Minnesota. They'll explore strategies and solutions, including Laurel Road's physician mortgage and historically low private loan refinancing rates. I'm your host, Todd Unger. Chief Experience Officer at the American Medical Association. Here's Dr. Ajibe Akingbola. Hi, everyone. My name is Buki Ajibe Akingbola. I am a PGY1 or first year resident at the University of Minnesota in the Department of Obstetrics, Gynecology, and Women's Health. I am very excited today to talk with Eileen from Laurel Road about the relationship with Laurel Road and the AMA, specifically because this was something that I personally went through in the past year as I moved from my medical school location, which was down in the South, back up to the Midwest, and really had to look into some of these big things that honestly, over the last couple of years, I have not spent a whole bunch of time thinking about physician mortgages, whether or not I should rent or buy, what the market looks like right now. And as I had those personal interests, speaking with other friends who happen to be residents as well, I started to find out that a lot of people had these questions. So this is something that became a personal interest of mine, and I'm very excited today to learn more about it. Hi, everyone. Eileen Dirks, Head of Mortgage for Laurel Road, a division of KeyBank. Excited to be here. Laurel Road is the AMA's preferred provider of student loan refinancing, physician mortgage, as we've talked about a little bit, um, through our AMA Member Benefits Plus. Laurel Road for Doctors is reimagining banking and financial management for physicians and dentists through a tailored digital experience. It's made up of banking insights and benefits, uniquely designed to provide the financial help and peace of mind that they need through each career stage. I want to turn it over to Ms. Eileen Dirks again, just if you could give us some more information about yourself and more about Laurel Road, I think that'd be a great place to start. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Happy to do so. So I have over 25 years of experience in the financial services industry. I, prior to joining World Road, I was the senior vice president of retail communications and knowledge management at PNC. Today, I'm leading out the build out and growth of the mortgage business for Laurel Road. And I'm responsible for establishing the strategic direction, the growth plan, the digital roadmap for our product, which offers a personalized, simplified process for anyone looking to finance or refinance a mortgage and the benefits associated with uh, doing so through a digital platform and through AMA which includes flexible terms, low interest rates, and a really digital application process that makes it easy and streamlined for AMA members to finance or refinance. 
So I think as someone myself who is hoping to buy a home sometime in this period of life at some point during residency, I'm definitely really excited to really dive in and talk about this today. So one of the very first questions that I have, I think it's just so relevant and pertinent to this period of time that we're in. Eileen, can you talk a little bit about from your perspective how COVID has changed the real estate industry? Absolutely. Really a unique time for our economy perspective, as as everyone knows. But essentially, COVID brought the real estate market to a halt. There was no activity for home viewing and listing. We just couldn't in a COVID environment. So that really brought a pause to folks buying and selling homes. And then as the economy sort of opened up, there was a lot of this pent-up demand. So six plus months of pent-up demand. You add that to you know record low rates, and we really have sort of the perfect storm as it relates to you know high demand now. So pent up as well as folks really sort of rethinking where they want to live because they can now work remotely, coupled with as I mentioned record low rates. We have. Uh, very high demand, there's low inventory, and that certainly translates to a seller's market. First of all, I would say it really depends. It's very individualistic. However, with record low rates, this is really a time to connect with a financial institution, with Laurel Road. Can a refinance deliver an advance from a a financial standpoint? Could it reduce your uh, monthly payment? Could it help you pay off your loan faster? Uh, Could it save you money overall in interest? So really sort of pausing, reflecting on when's the last time you've refinanced or purchased. And if you haven't done so in the last year or two, see if there's an opportunity to save money, reduce the monthly payment or pay off your loan faster. Great. Thank you so much. I feel like saving money and paying off loans faster are all the things we like to hear as residents. Another really quick question I had was, what do we as residents know, or for those who are interested, what do we need to know about where to start with physician mortgages? Well, physician mortgages, first and foremost, really take into consideration the income potential and credit quality that residents and and doctors have. And so that really opens up a lot of doors uh, for individuals that are looking to buy their first home or to upgrade their home. Uh, Most physician loans allow you to have a higher than normal debt to income ratio, which means that you can typically carry more debt, including student loan debt, which we know a lot of our residents are are working through right now. You may have a better chance being approved than you would in a traditional mortgage. So we're taking all of that into consideration, having confidence and faith that the income trajectory will occur and the credit quality is there. So contacting a loan officer can help you better understand the benefits of the physician mortgage, which includes up to 100% financing, so 0% down. And in most organizations outside of the doctor's uh, or physician mortgage, you would be required to pay PMI, which is called private mortgage insurance. And private mortgage insurance is nothing that you get back. It's really an insurance policy that if you don't repay the loan, there's some coverage for the financial institution. So with the physician mortgage, there's no PMI, which could be as much as hundreds of dollars each month or even $1,000 a year. 
all of that, again, sounds extremely uh, beneficial for all of us residents who are in this, you know, considering this right now. All right, Eileen, I think another big question that's really at the top of a lot of um, both residents, but also um, even fourth year medical students who are applying right now and looking at different cities and places to live is, do you have any good advice about renting versus buying? Great question. A lot of people ask me that. Should I rent or should I buy? And my answer is always, it really depends. It depends on how long you anticipate being in that home. We talked about there's an upfront cost of purchasing a home, whether it's a down payment or closing costs. And so if you're going to be in a home for less than four years, then it'll be harder to recoup those costs. If you're going to be in that home for or or years greater, then that allows you really to take advantage of the benefits of home ownership, where you can potentially write off your interest rate, start building equity. And equity is a great thing because you can always borrow against that should you ever need to fund any expenses for the home. As I think about this buying versus renting decision, I know a few of my friends, OBGYN is a four-year program, but others such as pediatrics and internal medicine, those are three-year programs. And some of them had thought about buying a home to subsequently maybe Airbnb it out later. I'm not sure if you have any whether personal or professional advice and opinions on that. And if uh, that is something that the physician mortgage could be used for. So the physician mortgage is available to doctors, dentists, residents for primary use and secondary use. So we don't support investment properties at this point in time, but if it is a home that the individual is intending to live in at a extended period of time, that property would be eligible for a physician mortgage. Okay, great. Thank you. I think that that's just something that's come up a lot, especially when I've had this particular conversation with a lot of friends of mine who are also residents. Makes sense. You took care of the nation. It's time for the nation to take care of you. The AMA stood by America's physicians and patients during the pandemic, and we're not stopping there. We're fixing prior authorization, leading the charge on Medicare payment reform, supporting telehealth, fighting scope creep, and reducing physician burnout. It's time to rebuild, and the AMA is ready. To learn more about the AMA Recovery Plan for America's Physicians, go to ama-assn.org slash time to rebuild. As we are kind of, you know, really sitting down and let's say we've made a decision to buy, other than hop on Zillow or look for real estate agents, as it relates to the physician mortgage, what is like one of the first places for us to start? Is it with an online search? Is Laurel Road, is there like a number we can just call and kind of get a brief consultation? What are some things we should think about as we're really looking for the very first place to begin? Sure. So the first thing anyone looking to buy a home should do is talk to a lender. Get pre-qualified. Know what you can afford. Ironically, especially with the physician mortgage, because of its flexibility, often we find that residents and doctors can borrow more than they think they can. Inversely, sometimes we think we can afford more than we can. And so it's really important to start with, hey, what can I afford? 
And many institutions, particularly Laurel Road, can really enable that insight with just 10 minutes on our online application. They'll ask you for a little bit of information to help scope sort of your credit profile. And right then and there, through the application, you can learn, hey, what, what can I afford? What would be my rate? What would be my closing costs and my down payment? So you can really self-serve uh, with Laurel Road, whereas with some other institutions, it might take a dialogue. But that's clearly the first step for two reasons. One, you want to know what you can afford so you don't waste your time seeing a home that you fall in love with and then, oh, you can't, you can't buy it. Um, and secondarily, in this really tough market, the seller's market, most real estate agents won't even let folks in the home if they're not pre-qualified um, or pre-approved. Oh, wow. Um, so much less making an offer, uh, they won't even consider it if there's not a pre-approval letter. Getting that pre-qual pre-approval letter really puts you in the buying seat for when you want to buy a home. Wow, that's actually really good to know. I didn't even think about it, especially given uh, the kind of housing market we're in and needing to have some sort of pre-qualification first. I think that that's an excellent point to really for those of us looking to buy homes to really start to consider. I think, again, as I think about conversations I've had myself with myself and my uh, significant other, and also with other friends, there's a lot of kind of talk and conversation around potentially like a housing bust or how the market is kind of a big seller's market right now. So I, a question for you is in the next like year or maybe two to three years, given if, you know, maybe we purchase a house now, or maybe want to put that off for a little bit. Um, do you have any insight on where you think the housing market is really going to go from here? <laughs> so I really wish I did. <laughs> However, I can just talk to you a little bit of indicators on the short horizon. In the environment of COVID, the government has really stepped in to try to protect homeowners that are struggling to pay their mortgage. A lot of that sort of forbearance, that, that uh, leniency actually expires uh, fourth quarter and into the beginning of next year. So what does that mean? That means that one, folks are going to have to start paying back their mortgage consistently, and they may now be in a different place than they were before from a financial standpoint. And so they may be one, looking to refinance, but two, now sell their home. So that can really turn the scale pretty quickly on home values that it, right now, it's a very low inventory and high demand, that means home values are the highest that they've been in quite a long time. So what that means is that uh, there'll likely be more folks that are going to sell their home. And when they sell their home and add inventory to the marketplace, that means home values are going to come down. So the recommendation would be to really anticipate that home values may come down. And therefore, if someone wants to sell their home, really now would be the time to do it before the inventory sort of uh, elevates as a result of that behavior, especially since today's rates and the demand is high. Oof, that is definitely some great insights. I think if any of us had the question about where the market is going, we'd probably be making a lot more money than we are now. But thank you for that. <laughs> and one other question that I had, especially as it relates to physician mortgages, is I think it's a common topic of conversation that you really have to have like a perfect or near perfect credit score in order to qualify for one. Do you happen to have any insights on that 
specific aspects of things? Yeah, so for the physician mortgage, we're literally looking at a FICO score of 720 or above. For other conventional products that we offer, you could be uh, at 680 or above. Okay, great. That is good to know. Good to have those numbers as we're kind of starting out. Eileen, thank you so much for all the information that you have really provided all of us with today. I think it's been really great to hear more about Laurel Road and also the relationship with the AMA and how AMA members can really benefit as we are really at this kind of big changing point in life, which is starting residency and doing a lot of the things um, that some of us have been looking forward to doing for quite a while. As we're ending out our time together, I was just wanting to ask if you had any last minute, just pieces of, of advice for residents who are looking to start this process and go through this. Great question. Here's what I would say. I say first and foremost, focus on your credit quality. So FICO score is a driver in every credit decision when you get a credit card or an auto loan or mortgage. And we've had AMA members come that haven't had the best of, of credit yet because they were young and, and not sure you know, what, what priorities and focused on getting their education. And so one, that's okay. You can repair your credit. So don't feel like it's uh, impossible, but get familiar with your credit score. There's all kinds of tools out there uh, that can help you understand your credit and then focus on improving that credit. If you have great credit, keep the great credit it going and uh, be responsible with your use of credit. The second is really sit back and think about goals and, and objectives. And that really will help you make that decision about, hey, what do I want to save for? How much do I need if I want to get a mortgage and purchase a home? So it's really sort of that life planning. And when we sit back and do that, sort of have a plan, sometimes it doesn't go as planned. Um, but with that plan, then we can be diligent about our credit, about our savings, and really being in a great place to get the credit that you deserve and, and have earned when it comes to buying a home or anything else using a, a uh, credit tool. Well, thank you so much, Eileen. And that was such a great advice and definitely advice that I will also personally take under consideration. But thank you so much for your time today and for giving us more information about Laurel Road and the relationship with the AMA. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. That was Eileen Dirks, Head of Mortgage with Laurel Road and Dr. Buki Ajube Akingbola, talking about their strategies and solutions around physician mortgages. Learn more by visiting ama-assn.org slash finance help. I'm Todd Unger, and this is Making the Rounds, a podcast by the American Medical Association. You can subscribe to Making the Rounds and other great AMA podcasts anywhere you listen to yours or visit ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thanks for listening.